Happy Victory Monday. Jason Sarney here of FinManiacs.com. And welcome to the Monday Morning Quarterback with our resident quarterback, Jay Fiedler. How are you, Jay? Good morning, Jason. I'm doing well. Eight and four sounds mighty good right now. Sounds very good and very similar to 2003, which was the last time this Dolphins franchise was eight and four. So let's get right into it. And we're going to start off with the highlight real play of the day. Speaking of similarities, this looked <laughs> remarkably similar, what you're about to show. A Mike Gusecki one-handed snag. One of your old targets, Aronde Gaston, a former guest on this show. Mirror image we're going to show the guests right now. Well, sure. I mean, we, we had uh, Rondé on a few weeks ago, and, uh, uh, you know, I talked uh, about, you know, being able to throw the ball and the, the catch radius that he had, uh, you know, extending out, you know, making big catches across the middle. Didn't matter. And what you're seeing with Mike Asicki, another huge day yesterday uh, uh, by him. But, you know, certainly the highlight of the day was, was this catch, which we're going to show right here, uh, coming across the middle. Uh, this is, uh, you know, middle of the third quarter as the Dolphins are rolling. And, you know, they, they opened up the second half with a big touchdown drive. Uh, he caught the touchdown uh, uh, on that drive. And here he comes next drive down and making a huge play down the field in the red zone. And here it is on slow motion, extending out one-handed in the middle of two, two guys, pulling it back in, takes the hit. I mean, just a, a tremendous play right here. Uh, you know, and, and plays like that really spark a team. They, they, they get, you know, uh, extra momentum going on, on your sideline. Uh, you know, the, the guys get hyped up uh, when a play like that is made. And, you know, certainly uh, Dolphins could use more of those, you know, as we go into the last uh, quarter of the season uh, with that. But, uh, you know, Gasicki, another huge day uh, and a big highlight right there. And, you know, just like, my guy, LG, number 86, uh, back in the day, uh, he had a tremendous catch, uh, highlight reel, uh, play like that as well. Uh, very similar, eerily similar uh, to, to what OG did. Now, what's great about Kaseki is that he, as a rookie, was number 86. Do you know that, Jay? I did not know that, no. I can go upstairs and get you the jersey that I got a little <laughs> bit early in his rookie year, because I could uh, null and void it because it is the wrong number, but he was an original 86. He's got that OG in him, and that one-handed catch was absolutely fantastic. So now let's go to the quarterback aspect of the show. And before we just jump into it, yep, I ate a little crow this morning. Uh, I said that the first half didn't look terrific for Tua. You're going to show us why things look pretty okay and save maybe one or two plays and then uh, we can maybe go back and make fun of my take a little bit. But let's focus in on the quarterback play, too. Well, look, uh, I, I think you got to look at it this way. Yeah, you know, two is a rookie quarterback, uh, number one. He's in, uh, what was his fifth start uh, uh, yesterday? Yep. Coming off, of, uh, coming off of an injury. So he was out. He was pulled, you know, two weeks ago uh, on the last drive in the fourth quarter. Uh, he had to sit out last week with the, with an injured thumb. His injury uh, seemed to heal up. Uh, he actually looked like he was throwing the ball pretty well, even though he had had that thumb wrapped up uh, for the game. And you know what? There were some good things. There were some you know uh, ugly things, and there were things that you know he you could see as, as the game went on. He continued to develop, and and, and what I love seeing 
uh, out of him. And, and what, I, what, what I'll touch on a little bit uh, later on is, you know, uh, as he develops, he's taken that on-field experience of some of the mistakes he's, he's making and kind of improving on that and, and, and uh, uh, you know, getting better. So we're going to show you a little bit of, uh, of that as we go. But I pulled up the first half stats, and, you know, this is uh, – look, this is not very pretty. 143 yards of total offense, six points on the board. You know, it's, it's not what you want to see from, from your offensive production. But, again, you know, we've been talking about it for a few weeks uh, now here on the show. Uh, and this Dolphins offense is a team that, you know, does not – has not made the explosive plays. Uh, you know, they don't have uh, a 60, 70-yard touchdown uh, strike. Uh, they're not making the big plays downfield, you know, 50, 60-yard uh, bombs. And they had that opportunity yesterday uh, and missed on it, uh, you know, but it hasn't been part of their offense uh, as of yet. You know, some of it, uh, you know, they've had some injuries. They've had guys in and out of the lineup, uh, you know, throughout uh, the season. Uh, and, 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 again, you know, they're just not, uh, you know, an explosive team, you know, from, from a personnel standpoint. But they can grind it out. They do have guys that, uh, that are uh, efficient and effective, and they got to keep doing that and, uh, you know, continue, you know, playing good defense, Converting on third downs, which they had a little bit of trouble with yesterday, um, you know, and, and getting those extended, longer drives where they, uh, you know, control the clock and and, and uh, you know keep the uh, the opposing offenses off the field. Because when they start playing the better teams, obviously next week you got the Kansas City coming up. Uh, you know, you can't afford you can't afford to have three and outs on offense uh, playing against Kansas City. You don't want your defense to be on the field for too long against uh, against that guy, and that's a team that, uh, you know, makes explosive plays all across the board. Uh, so you're going to see a little bit of a, 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 you know, dichotomy next week of, you know, a team that, uh, you know, can put points up at will, uh, make explosive plays versus a team that's going to have to, you know, be efficient, convert on third downs, you know, maybe get, uh, you know, a little bit better in the run game, uh, controlling the clock and do what they can to, to, you know, on defense to create turnovers, which, you know, the defense is, has been excellent, uh, you know, so far at doing. But that's going to be a big key uh, next week against Kansas City in terms of, uh, you know, having a shot against, you know, probably the best team in the league right now. Absolutely. And, I mean, to put up in the first half six points against the Bengals team, you look ahead to the Chiefs and you know that you obviously have to score a heck of a lot more points. But you look at what Tua did in the second half, you look at the learning, you look at the progression, you have to find, you know, a lot of positives in that. And then, of course, you have to find a lot of the learning. And that's what you're going to point out as well through this show. Yeah, so let's just go go all the way back. And we're going to touch on a few different points, okay? Number one, uh, you know, Tua, I think we've seen, we've seen the difference now, you know, Tua and, uh, and, and Fitz. And, and one of the big keys, you know, in terms of the – uh, trust factor in terms of, uh, uh, you know, being on the same page. You know, uh, Fitz has been working with Parker, working with Kaseki for a couple of years now. He understands their body language. He, he knows where they like to get the ball in adjustment situations. Uh, and when we talk about that, you know, this fade route, this press coverage, you know, they love to go to it. 
They, you know, any 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 anywhere on the field, they really love it in the red zone. They've had a lot of success on on the fade routes in the red zone, but they also come back to it uh, in the field of play as as well many times. And when you see press coverage and they have a a, a go route on, you know, do it is like to just you know take that match up and go with it. But they haven't had the success yet uh, in completing the, these balls. And uh, you know, I think Tua and Parker and Gasicki, uh, you know, are the two main guys that he goes to in those those situations. You know, they got to do. They got to continue working on this throw to get better and 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 get on the same page. So you know, here it is early in the game. This is a third and four situation. Uh, they came out. You know, this is their first run of, the, of the ball game. They came out with two runs. Uh, you know, got themselves in a manageable third and four, and then they came out man-to-man coverage. Okay, like we talked about, they're they're going to see a lot of, um, and when Tua makes this throw high and away, this is Gasicki here uh, on the fade route, throws the ball high and away. Okay, I think Tua is just throwing this, uh, you know, back shoulder fade a little bit too high. He's got to get it back down a little bit more and give these guys a chance to make a play. Okay, and you see here. Because uh, he really doesn't have much of a chance, but if the, if that's low, this defender is not getting his head around. Okay, so if he just puts it right on the shoulder over there, okay, and it's called a back shoulder for a reason. You want to put it right on it, right on his shoulder, not you know uh, uh, five or six feet uh, above them where they, he has to make an acrobatic throw, uh, uh, turn, and, and catch. Uh, you know, very difficult to make. Okay, but this is stuff that. You know, like I said, he's five weeks into in, in, into his career as a starter. He, you know, uh, when you're not getting those first team reps, you're not getting, you know, reps with these guys all the time. Uh, you know, it's tough. You know, when you're a backup early in the season, uh, you know, before he got the starting nod, he's not getting these reps with Parker and Gasicki. You know, even after practice, uh, you know, the backup isn't, uh, you know, having the, the starting guys to say, hey, let's let, let's run a few routes, uh, you know, for me. You know, they're working with the guy who's going to be out there. Um, you know, so now these are the throws and these are the things that, you know, he's got to go in and, you know, hey, guys, you know, let's get a few more reps today in practice. Let's, uh, you know, stay out a little bit later uh, afterwards. You know, let, let's let's really nail this down. We want to come back to it all the time. We we have these plays dialed up. We have those situations. We know we're getting man-to-man uh, coverage. You know, we gotta we gotta connect on these a little bit more. Uh, you know, more often. And I'm just gonna go down here again. Uh, you know, this is the Parker here, and this is kind of coming off an RPO. Um, where again, they're just not on the same page here. Parker gets a nice inside release there. Okay, Tua comes off the RPO, and instead of putting the ball out in front of him now with this release, okay, he actually throws it to his back shoulder again. You know, just because he, I, I think he saw the press early, was expecting to to make a back shoulder throw coming off, and that's a tough one. You know, he's got he's running the RPO, he's got his head his head down. Okay, and he finds him, him. He finds Parker late, but you know this is the throw right now. You know he gets it out in front of him. That's a big play. Uh, you know, and it's just you know not being on the same page, you know, with your receiver right there. And those are the things that 
you know, will develop over time. You know, so those are the things that, you know, you see in the game, you see two incompletions on, on throws like that. Um, you know, and, and this is where, you know, Tua and, and his receivers, you know, got to really work on that, uh, you know, extra in practice and, you know, grab a couple DBs. Hey, let's, let, let, let's get a few extra reps this week. That would be fine. I mean, that would be great to keep on those, getting those reps going into Kansas City because Cincinnati was a game where if you're going to have an off first half, let it be against Cincinnati. You know, get all those kinks out, get the W, learn and practice what you can get better at, get those reps, as you said especially yep. against that offense in Kansas City coming up. Exactly. Okay, and this is a play right now coming out of your own goal line. Okay, you got pinned deep uh, by the punt. Uh, penalty on it. They, they pushed them all the way back inside the 10. They come out. Actually, have a great play call uh, dialed up. Uh, Cincinnati's in cover three. We got a post over the top, a deep in route. You're protected up front. They just, you know, played the soft zone on it, cover three, okay? And you got your speedster, Jakeem Grant, going down the middle of the field on a post route. Tua sees it, gives him time, gives him air, puts the ball on him right in his hands, and that's a play Grant has got to make, okay? And we talked about it just a minute ago, the explosive plays, you know, when, it, when you can't make a whole lot of them, when those opportunities come, you know, those are the plays you got to make uh, in, in order, you know, to, to have success. And, you know, that play right there goes, you know, to changes the, the landscape of your first half. Okay, and you go from 140 yards on offense to over 200 yards on offense. And a play like that coming out of your goal line, you know, really can spark a team right there. You know, if he makes that catch, you know, potentially stays on his feet and, and runs away from the defender, you know, 90-some-odd uh, yard touchdown, or if he dives and, and catches it, falls down, now you're in positive territory. You just made a big play, and you got momentum to, 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 to continue moving the ball, okay? What I do like is, you know, they came back a couple plays later, Okay, two plays later, and this is what I really have been waiting for them to, to for them to dial up for a few weeks. We talked about it a few weeks ago. You know, when you got a playmaker like that, maybe he's not, not that great. You know, tracking the ball over his shoulder uh, down the field, but you want to get it in his hands. You know, where he can make a play. And they dialed this up a couple times yesterday with uh, with Chan Gailey, a little jet sweep. You know, shovel pass up in front. Okay, now you got a speedster getting through a hole on the outside. Okay, gaining, what was it, 20 yards on this play. Then you got another 18, 20 yards the next time that they that they did it. He ended up with two receptions for over 40 yards. And, you know, all it was was a little shovel pass, a uh, one-yard, uh, you know, a pseudo handoff to him. You know, but it, it, it creates a spark again. Uh, and... and you know, when you got a guy who's got wheels like that, who's got, uh, you know, explosiveness, uh, you know, as a return man, you know, you, you got to give him the ball in space where he could try and make a play. And those are, you know, some of the things between that and maybe a quick screen, uh, you know, out to him, you know, where Jakeem Grant can make those explosive plays for your offense. Yeah, we've both been waiting for – we've all been waiting for his Dolphin fans to see that kind of fun, creative play, get that ball 
out of Tua's hands into the hands of the playmaker and let the playmaker work. That was – I was jumping up and down when I was seeing that play just, just for the play call, let alone the actual execution of it, which was great. Yep, exactly. And, and hopefully we see a little bit more of that and they continue developing the offense around that, you know, uh, uh, mixing up some, some different, uh, you know, types of options off of that to help open that you know, jet sweep up. And then they've been doing that. They run some RPOs with the fake jet sweep coming across. Uh, you know, they've been showing it for a couple of weeks, but they haven't actually, you know, give it to them, given it to them yet. And yesterday, you know, you saw two big plays out of it. So, uh, yeah, I think that's going to continue to be a staple in their offense. Okay. As it uh, should. You know, now I'm just, uh, I want to talk about just Tua's uh, recognition of defense. And, you know, there's sometimes that he sees it and, you know, makes a real decisive uh, uh, play on it, okay? And there are other times that, you know, I'm not sure if he's uh, seeing everything uh, that's out in front of him. So we're going to go over two plays. This is really good, okay? And let me just go back just a little bit. Okay, after the beginning of this play, and you'll see it come up uh, where they shift Gaskin outside. And right there, okay, let me just, I'm sorry, let me go back just one more time. Okay, as you shift Gaskin out, okay, let me just stop it as he's going. Okay, you're going to see this linebacker, okay, run out to cover Gaskin. Okay, now as soon as you see a linebacker go to the outside with a running back on the outside of a formation, and as quarterback, you know it's man-to-man. Okay, it's man-to-man defense. They're matching up with, you know, their coverage guys against uh, against your uh, players. They're going to match up corners against wide receivers and linebackers uh, and, and safeties against your tight ends and, and running backs. Okay, so when you see that and you see this guy start to run out, okay, Tool got good recognition. He sees it. He recognizes it. Okay, and he goes to his quick uh, – quick throw on a slant, okay, which is a great man-to-man route, uh, especially when you got a little bit off coverage right here, right into into the blitz, sees the blitz, gets it out of his hands right away, hits Gasicki on a uh, on a short pass. Not a big play, okay, but it's not a negative play. It's first and 10, you got six yards out of it, and now, you know, maybe you, you, you signal to the defense, you know, keep coming, I'm going to just keep, keep taking it, okay, and it's going to stop them from attacking you in, in that way. Okay. Nothing wrong with a second and four. Not at all. Okay, and then we move forward. And let me pull up next play. Uh, and this was, uh, this was the sack here that almost turned into a disastrous play. Okay, uh, let me just go back just a little bit. Okay, right to the start. Now let me stop it right here. Okay, now you're, you're in a, a four-wide set. Okay, uh, shotgun, you got to be running back in the backfield. Okay, Gasicki coming in short motion, but he started outside. Uh, you know, safety is, is covering him. He comes in motion. And what you see here is one, two, three, four across the board. There's no one back at safety. They got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys right at the line of scrimmage. 
Okay, this is your classic all-out blitz cover cover zero uh, coverage. Now there are some times if you have the right matchup and the right uh, play call, okay, you could get these big throws over the top, but you can't wait to make that throw, and that's where. You know, two has got to understand that and understand the timing. And when you see this, when you get seven all out, a seven man all out blitz coming at you, you got to get that internal clock going uh, a little bit. Okay. And understand if you're going to wait to make that throw, you got to create a little bit of space for yourself. Okay. And that's something that, that two just did not do. What I, you know, what I'd like to see is if you know you're covered up right here and your, your three man's going to come. You know, on the side of, of where your running back is, okay, and this is what happens. They had a free, free rusher coming at them on this side. Okay, you know you're going to your deep throw, okay, come out a little bit. Just give yourself a little bit of space after you catch the ball. And I drift a little bit away from that pressure to give yourself that extra split second make that throw. Uh, or, all right, find your quick outlet, which he has with a quick out uh, right here on the top, uh, which is open, which you could have taken uh, right there, okay? So as we go forward, uh, you're gonna see the free man coming right off the edge, okay? If he could just come out here, I right, move more to the middle of the field, and as he's looking, I think he's looking right here for Gasicki, and I'm not sure if he was going, you know, he comes off the screen, I'm not sure if he ends up going on a flag or, or a post uh, here, Okay, but you can't wait too long to make that throw. And with zero coverage, it doesn't hurt to just throw that ball out there knowing your, your guy, you know, knowing where your guy is going to run to, okay, and getting it out there sometimes, okay. But uh, you also got to make sure that uh, he's getting up on him quick, okay. So Tua tries to get, a, get himself a little bit of space, Okay, but he doesn't get enough. His internal clock isn't, uh, you know, isn't quite on time, uh, and he takes a big hit. Number one, and uh, you know, he did get rid of the ball. He did, you know, his arm was coming forward, so you know, it was the right call reversing it uh, and making an incompletion. Okay, but that's a this is a play right here where if you look up top, okay, he could have had this ball. All right. And the next step, he's going to break off into an out route. Okay, he can throw it right into the blitz, right over the top of the blitz, and get this right here for the first down. Okay, it's third and three. Okay, you want to you want to get a first down. Uh, you could get this ball out of your hands, put it right to the sidelines. You got a quick out uh, play against the cover zero blitz, a free rusher coming at you. Okay, that's a play he could have made made instead of trying to make the big play, trying to make the explosive play uh, down the field, you know, every single time. Yeah, it's another it's another learning on the job kind of training lesson. And uh, I mean, listen, Tua's kind of got that cat like nine lives, you know, a lot of these lucky situations, but it's, it's okay. You know, you live to fight another day, you learn from it and you progress. Uh, absolutely, uh, you know, and, and what I'm gonna show you coming up here, uh, is really good job of him uh, progressing uh, throughout the game. Okay, and then let me just pull up first play, first quarter. 
we go third down. Play. Okay. So here we are. We got third, third and six right here. Okay. And, and Cincinnati actually shows a, a, a bit of a zone defense. Okay. They're, they're looking like they're playing man. Okay. And they end up getting back into a, a soft zone coverage. These guys bail out of there. Okay. It's, uh, uh, and Tua, okay, he looks at it. He sees that they drift back into a zone. He looks over to Gesicki at first, thinking it's possibly man-to-man. -man. He gets his eyes back over to the, to the strong side, okay, but he didn't read the whole play out, okay. And what you're going to see here is, uh, I'm not sure if this is uh, Bowden or, uh, uh, or, or, or Grant in here, okay, but we got a flat route coming out. Is actually, this had to be Bowden because Grant was the intended receiver. Okay. We had a flat route coming out underneath and a little hook over the top. Okay. Now, when Cincinnati was playing zone coverage, and they, they like to play a lot of quarters coverage uh, in this game, and I looked at their, their, their game last week against the Giants, they play a lot of quarter, quarters coverage as well. Uh, quarters coverage is a, is a coverage that's going to give up the flats a lot. Okay, so on a third and six play, you're looking to get first down. You're looking to get, uh, uh, you know, move the chains a little bit. Come out here, okay, and as he looks back, he's got both wide open in the flat, okay. But his eyes went right to Grant. This this defender in here peeled back on him, okay. They had, uh, you know, defender squeezing him from the inside, and this was almost picked off, okay. You can see number 21 who has the flat peeled all the way back with two of his eyes, okay, and, and covered that second level throw, okay. But what I, you know, so, so you see this, he looked left, he looks back to his, to, to look right, looks back to his left, okay, and that hole is not there for him, okay. So I'm sure coming to the sideline, coaches are talking to him, saying, hey, you know, I'm sure Fitz, he's probably talking to him, Hey, the flat's there. The flat's there. Well, they're playing cover four. The flat's there. Uh, just go out and take it. Make them cover it, okay? And then you could come back to the second level on that. And what happens? Okay, let's move forward a little bit. Right, first in town for, for in the fourth quarter. Uh, uh, the second quarter, all right? Gasicki goes into the flat. Take it. Okay, they're in zone coverage, a little quarters coverage. He looks at it, reads it out, takes the flat right away. Good throw. And right, there's an eight-yard gain on first down. Okay, now we're going to move forward a little bit more. All right, to the next play. 7.48, here we go, second down, 10. Okay, they're in an empty set. Take the flat. Right, zone coverage, quarters coverage, take the flat right now. Make them cover. Make them cover it. Okay, so that's two two throws he's made into the flat. Okay. And now what we're gonna do is we're gonna go into the into the second half. Okay, and this is the drive, the opening drive of the second half. And they do a great job. They're 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 moving the ball downfield. They got got some good momentum going. Okay. And this is a great read and great play by Tua. Okay. So now what you got again, you got quarters coverage from the from the secondary. 
okay? And this is a good route route combination against quarters coverage. You got a flat route here by Laird. You got Parker uh, running a deep out over here. And you got a outside go taking the, taking the corner out of position, okay? So with the go against quarters coverage, corners got to cover him deep, okay? So that leads the safety on an inside leverage to cover this deep out. Okay, so now what you're looking at is you're looking at this flat defender right here. Okay, and this flat defender is who you're throwing off of. All right, so if this flat defender covers the flat, you throw it to the next level. If he sinks like he like they've been doing, okay, you just throw it to the flat. All right, now he does a great job. Now I just showed you that he's throwing it to the flat a couple times. Okay, and they've gotten some good uh, good coverage out of it. Now what does he do here? He gets his eyes on the flat, okay? But as he got his eyes on the flat, he's really looking at this guy, okay? And as he, you know, with his eyes on the flat, he's pulling the defender to play it, number one, but he's also got his eyes on him to make sure that he's not peeling off, okay? So now as I move forward, he stays square playing this flat, now Tua comes, peel, peels his eyes back up to the second level, and now you can make that big throw down the field and get the 18, 20-yard gain, uh, you know, to the second level, okay? So sometimes it just takes a few of those plays early on, all right? Take what the defense gives you. Take it, take it, take it. Keep taking it every single time until they come up and, and cover it, and that's when you could get those – you know, uh, those plays into the second level, okay? Now, what happens with, a, you know, again, with a lot of younger quarterbacks is they want to make those plays down the field quick. They want to take, you know, the, the, the bigger chunks, you know, every opportunity that the, 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 that, that a play is, is called, okay? But what I love seeing there is early on, he tried making that play to that second level, okay? I'm, I, I'm positive the coaches told him, hey, the flat's there, the flat's there, take the flat until they, until they take it away. And you saw that, that that happened two plays, you know, going forward, he takes the flat route, takes the flat route a couple plays, and then, you know, down into the second half, they cover the flat, he pulls him there with his eyes, and he could get that easy throw to the next level it's where you're not thrown into tight windows into that second second level in intermediate throws. It was really a perfect setup to kind of let that man bite. Almost like a when a running game can set up the play action pass, these flat checks are setting up those intermediate next route options. Well, yeah, you know, and again, it's just understanding what the defense is showing you, understanding your game planning, uh, you know, knowing uh, what type of defense you're facing. Uh, you know, teams that play that soft, uh, you know, cover four type defense, you know, that, that's what they want to do to you. They want they want you to take the flat underneath, take the flat underneath. They might give you, you know, a chance for that deep post route uh, over the top of the safety. And, you know, you got to make those plays when they're there. Okay. But it's tough to make those intermediate throws uh, against that type of defense when they're just sinking everything inside. Okay, and dropping their flat defenders, they're dropping their underneath coverage, you know, into that second level throws. You know, you got to be able to, to, to have patience and take those underneath throws, get the five yards, get a six yards, get eight yards here, get four yards over there, convert a third, a third and three uh, with a flat route. 
you know, get a first down, uh, you know, play for eight yards gives you gives you a second 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 and two, and now all of a sudden uh, your team is moving the ball. You you you're you're, you're you know, grinding out, and without those explosive plays, you could still move the ball downfield and, and, and get points on the board. And chips away to defense where they're just going back up to the line, going back up to the line of scrimmage, staying out there, and it's just really kind of beating them into a submission. Yeah, uh, no doubt. And, uh, you know, so so again, you know, that 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 was a, 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 a great to see, you know, from Tua understanding the game and, and learning that with on-field experience, saying, hey, you know what? You know, it, it looks like I could fit it in there, but the window's not quite there. Let me try and open the window up a little bit by taking those underneath throws, okay? And then down down the road, okay, you know when you could pull those. You know, once you hit those those underneath throws a couple times, you know, then you can start manipulating the, the defenders with your eyes, okay? And that's what you saw on that last play was to looks his eyes to the flat, Okay, and then, you know, he pulls the defender up and then he could hit that second level throw uh, on the out route to, to, to Parker. You love seeing it. You love seeing the progression. And these are just those non-statistical nuances that he, he continues to get better on. And you're seeing it and it really is evident with what is happening now on the field. And that second half, again, I can't say it enough, you know, a lot of respect for a rookie to just come on out and fix it and make the adjustments and really move the offense, lead him to a win. Yeah, uh, no doubt. I, I think, uh, you know, tremendous second half. They made, uh, uh, you know, they, they made some, some some big plays like the uh, Kasiki catch across the middle that we touched on uh, early on. Um, you know, they, they came back to that jet sweep with, uh, with Grant, got a big play on that one. Uh, you know, and, and then they, you know, uh, the, the other one was, you know, the big scramble uh, with Tua coming out of the pocket, getting back into his comfort zone, getting, you know, getting on the move to his left side. And he found Gaskin making a, a, a nice adjustment uh, over the top of the defense, uh, you know, which was a big play in that first drive coming out uh, in the second half. And we'll touch on that, uh, you know, a little bit more in the midweek uh, analysis uh, with the All-22. Uh, you know, I want to go through that first drive coming out uh, uh, in the second half. I thought there were some really good things, uh, um, you know, that, that came out of that, uh, you know, both from a coaching stand, uh, stand standpoint and setting themselves up uh, in the right situation and also just from a playmaking standpoint, uh, you know, to, a, you know, like I said, being able to make a play scrambling out uh, to his left, uh, you know, a little bit of improvis improvisation uh, between him and Gaskin, making a huge play and driving the ball down and, and ultimately scoring that touchdown on the opening drive, which is huge. You know, when, when you struggle in the first uh, half, you get the ball coming out of the second half and you're able to make that, uh, you know, make a few plays. I think two was five or six uh, on that opening drive in the second half. Uh, and, and it ended up uh, with touchdown uh, to Gasicki, uh, you know, on a little fade route uh, uh, down there. And uh, you know, now you get the, you you come back, you get the lead, and you got a lot of momentum on your side, uh, you know, rolling through the end of the game. Defense doesn't give up a lead, and that's just one of the greatest components of a football team is three faces to it. And everyone knows how good the special teams have been playing. The offense yeah. is that work in progress, but this is uh, turning into a, an elite defense. And you've played with elite defenses. I don't know we could put them there, 
We can't put them to where they're a Hall of Famers and future Hall of Famers, obviously. Not yet. But you get a sense of, you know, you look at the cornerbacks. Look at the ability to rush the passer. There's a junior kind of sense to this, you know, a little 2,000 light defense. Oh, yeah. Well, look, hey, you know, you got Howard on the, on the outside is as good as anyone right now, uh, you know, as long as he stays in the game. <laughs> you know, uh, a little bit ticky tack on uh, on that ejection, I thought, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the NFL is just trying to get control and uh, uh, you know make, making some uh, examples out of them uh, on that play. But uh, you know, again, he had the huge interception uh, before that early in the game. Uh, you know, he's just he's making plays. Uh, you know, it seems every week. Uh, you know, so. He's a guy that, you know, going forward and, and he's going to get tested next week. That's for sure. Uh, you know, with, with uh, uh, you know, those matchups uh, with Hill and Watkins, uh, uh, you know, with, with Kansas City coming at you, you know, they're going to have to, you know, fi find an answer for Kelsey, uh, you know, covering him as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, defenses, the defense will get tested next week. But if they could get the pressure on the quarterback with their front four that they that they've been getting, uh, uh, you know, for every week it seems, uh, you know, Agba is making some big plays. Uh, uh, um, you know, Wilkins uh, is really coming into his own right now. Uh, you know, making some plays as well, and uh, you know, you're seeing them put pressure without having the blitz, and that's a, you know that's a huge uh, compliment to your defense. And what I'm really looking forward to seeing against Kansas City overall is that, and, and you know, you want to set a bar of what kind of franchise you want to emulate, and it, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, I think, with everything, the speed that they have, the you know, the young quarterback in Tua, and let's just see what happens in a year, two, three, because this is a very special situation brewing in Miami. It really is. And as you said, the midweek show, we're going to pick out a lot more of that, you know, all 22, which a lot more comes out. And I have a feeling a lot more positive is going to come out. Um, I'm sure it will. And I'm looking forward to getting uh, getting into that all 22. I think it should be coming out uh, uh, this afternoon. Uh, it should pop up on the NFL Game Pass. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, to, to really getting, uh, you know, deep into uh, the analysis and seeing, you know, exactly what they're doing on offense, uh, you know, what they're doing great, what they're, uh, you know, what they continue to, to, to need to improve on. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, you, you're seeing that a little bit, uh, you know, right now, um, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing, uh, you know, how they create those matchups and, 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 you know, seeing exactly what, uh, you know, two is looking at uh, on each play. It's going to be a fun analysis. It's a fun time to be a Dolphin fan, eight and four. So for Jay Fiedler, Jason Sarney here with the Monday morning quarterback, and we'll see you in a couple of days on the midweek show. Take care, everybody.